Lone Star. Wow, that was. Hello and welcome to Behind the Bunker, guys. It's Monday night. Sorry for the late uh, start, but uh, it is what it is, unfortunately. So thank you guys for joining us. This is episode 562, podcast 443. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Matt, our monitors are down. With me, as always, I have uh, Josh Zabariah Zubricus. Yeah, buddy. Right here. Live and What is your middle name? If you want to give it up. J. (laughs) (laughs) But what does the J stand for? And then uh, Joe J. Kimson. Hey, hello. How are you? And welcome to beautiful Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night here in Ontario, and it's raining a little. It's overcast, but it's the perfect night to take out the trash or to watch some live on Facebook, YouTube, or whatever you would like. We are here, and I will turn you over to my friend, Gavin Sharma, who's also wearing Tiger Stripe. Meow. Tiger Stripe on Tiger Stripe. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in and staying with us through as we work through a little bit of a hiccup. Uh, we're grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that like and share and do whatever you need to do to get people to watch the show this evening and contribute in the chat uh, because this is your program. It is interactive, and we are watching you. Watching you, my watching friends, you, on the YouTubes and the Facebook. So thanks for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. Not about great show, but it'll be a show. It'll be mediocre. <laughs> We're aiming for mediocre. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are tuning in, make sure you stay tuned to the after show. I've got a couple things I want to chat about. I'm quite oh. excited, and uh, unfortunately, not paintball related. But we'll get to those a little bit later on. Uh, we have a great uh, from the vault segment from Joe tonight, and we also have three different topics. One, we're going to be talking about. Uh, what do you think the future of paintball is going to look like? We, we got into that a couple weeks ago, and I want to get into it tonight. Uh, Gavin's got a topic. Uh, wants to know what your pregame ritual it is, and Josh has one as well. What makes a good day of paintball? A little bit of Price is Right and a lot more tonight. So why don't we get at it? Uh, last week I made a comment. I said, what are those things inside a Palmer's barrel? Um, that was that acts like a baldy ton and Archdog seventy three says Palmer's calls those dimple widgets. Really, dimple widgets. Dimples, he says widgets. Dimple widgets. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I I'm pretty sure I heard <coughs> widgets before, but I wasn't sure about the dimples. But that's I guess what they are. Um, <coughs> saw this before the show on behind the bunker uh, viewers private Facebook group. Zane Smith posted his dream marker lineup. Including the Tipman A5, the Tipman X7, Tipman TMC, the BT Sniper, uh, the Empire Defender, maybe a Die Dam, and the Planet Eclipse EMF 100. You should, should I be adding anything yes. to that? Yes. No C3, you're fired. But what is a BT Sniper? I was going to say, I, I would take the BT Sniper off that as my dream list, but I think I agree, and the Die Dam, but I would agree with everything else. I think, Zane, you should add the VF Tactical. Did, did BT make a sniper? I don't think so. No, yeah, I think you mean the, the BT Sniper. Yeah, look at oh, the, oh, the long that looked like the M16, like the Banshee? No. Maybe I'll see if I can find a picture. Yeah, please do. You? John Chase uh, I'm, says. I'm jujuling it right now. Yeah, the John Chase says the Tibbon X7 over the Phenom. I think I agree with that. Uh, he says, he, Zane says he has the first five excited to pick up a Defender today. Nice. You know what? That would be a, why don't, you know what? Why don't you take that post and use that for next week's topic and put people to put their top five markers. Yeah. Um, you don't care. <laughs> He's not even listening. <laughs> no, I'm trying to I'm find the picture. Joe here, Joe Kimson. Empire BT Slice. Oh. 
B, or, uh, the BTTM15 Elite Sniper. That's the other thing. So if, if you type uh, it into Google, it also says BTTM7 or BT. Oh, TM15. TM15 is a pretty solid. T15. T15. Oh, no, sorry. TM15. TM15. That was the. What was that? The Poppet Valve? Ryan McGee says he means the Empire Sniper. You mean the pump action? That's possible. Yeah. That that I would add to a, a list of my favorites for sure. Why don't you make that as your topper? Top, These are top, a how about few of my top favorite six. How about things. Top six. No, seven. <laughs> top seven. Um, who is it that just said, don't let Wolf hear you talk about the Die Dam? I've played with the Die Dam before. I've owned a Die Dam before, so I'm not speaking out of term. And eh, mm. I, would, I would have the... EMF 100 in a second over that. Because it's I unbelievable. Wouldn't even be, it would not even be Unbelievable. A, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. It, it's not even a question of if I would or not. It's uh, if you were offered a dam or an EMF 100, I, I think the choice is uber obvious. I would if take, I'm wrong, t- tell me in the chat. I would take either one, sell it, and buy a C3. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, yes, I would. Nice to see Calicity Fowler online. She's uh, here in Ottawa. Uh, until tomorrow. By the way, Ottawa had their big D-Day that. game. Calista, which, uh, how, how many oh, yeah. how many people were there? I talked to Marie many. on Friday, and she said there was 800 pre-registered. I'm nice. not exactly sure of their numbers, but from everything I've seen and heard, I, I it was a, a solid, a solid day. And congratulations to the Axis team for winning. <laughs> As the Allies got off the boat, they fell and floundered, although this is the um, actual 78th anniversary of D-Day, so we should not Today, uh, actually. poke too much oh, wow. fun at that, or else we would all be, had we not had victory, and the Allied troops from Canada, Britain, Australia, United States, all storming the beaches of Normandy, we'd all be wearing Hugo Boss-inspired clothes and driving the people's car. So, you know, kudos to those 20-year-olds that, you know... Uh-huh. Sorry, just time out one second. Yep. I've seen the man in the high castle. We'd be on the Japan side of North America, by the way. Oh, the Japan just side. Put that out there, yeah. So there you go. So uh, kudos to everybody. And, you know, let's take a moment and, and, and thank, you know, thank everybody, you know, those uh, soldiers uh, 78 years ago today that were, you know, storming the beach in unfavorable conditions, deep waves, and half of the many of them drowned as they jumped off the boat. Others were cut down and machine gun fire. But anyway, you know, something to think about. Yep. Um, I just put a poll in the YouTube chat. Die Dam or EMF 100? I'm curious to see what you guys are. If you guys are watching in um, YouTube, go ahead and post it up there. Sam Silverback. Moyers. I uh, wonder why they call him Silverback. Uh, it says EMF 100 for the win. Uh so I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Um, also, on that note, not only congratulations are, is due for uh, D-Day having a successful game up in Ottawa, but also Wasaga Beach Ball is uh, 30 years, 30 years 30 old. Years. Yeah, good good uh, kudos to uh, Don and Steve and, and the staff, I guess, even Jerry, uh, who's up there, <laughs> who's up there now. Um, but kudos He's to them fella. for, you know, enduring, you know, 30, 30, if you think 30 years of paintball, you not, not only do you have to think of the evolution of the equipment, how it's changed, you know, obvi- in many cases for the better. Um, although the internet, you know, I, one of the better things about the internet is it's got rid of chat forms. You have those, um, you got rid of those jockeys, those armchair jockeys that would, nameless faceless people at least with face oh no we're still here 
Well, you know what I mean. Um, but kudos to uh, to Steve and Donna for you know sticking with it. You know, the, we we hit our peak, we hit a decline, we've had a resurgence. You know, we then had you've a had pandemic. We've had a pandemic. We've had you know everybody, everybody, everybody's everybody's endured mother nature, mother's nature fury. Whether it's rain on a on a day, a big game, or whether it's snow early in the season that's killed the phone calls. Or if you're in Dubai, a sandstorm, or in California, wildflower, flower, fire, whatever, um, or flooding. But we've all endured Mother Nature's wrath of some parts. You know, anyone here in, in Canada or the Midwest that has a winter, you, you pray that you know, the groundhog doesn't see his shadow. So you get an early spring and paintball will start. I just pray for the last two years that paintball will start. I don't care. It could start in a thunderstorm. I don't care. I just wanted to start but that's besides the point yeah. i'm ba- really depressed now sorry gavin you know what I could, i'll hold you well poor bab spisser is uh having a sore taint right now he's sitting on the fence he says i like both the emf and the dam all right <laughs> I, that's where i was going with that um ryan mcgee only a few people understand this he says so is uh dr bruce brown homeless after sean riddle's burn his house down a few weeks back. Good for you. <laughs> and anyone should listen to that city council meeting at the oh, what was it that the four hour and forty eight minute point? Some, I think yeah, it was close to five hours for sure. Yeah. All right, and this podcast will be about that length if we don't get to the topic at hand. I guess tonight are we? Um, I guess that's all the things we have in the news today. A couple things we're going to be talking about again is what will the future of paintball look like? We'll get to that just after uh, the, the vault. Um, what is your pregame ritual we'll get to as well as what do you consider to be a great day of paintball before we do that why don't we go and check out joe's from the vault segment and we'll be right back joe from flaggers paintball here with another segment from the vault where you go back in history back in the early days of paintball and i show you something that's kind of crazy something that's old and something you may have not seen before we just recently looked at my smart parts all-american barrel and freak tip and all-american tip when I was playing paintball, what I would have used to clean it out would have been this. This is the Smart Parts Freak um, lanyard, and it has this little attachment that uh, comes apart, and it goes on a straight shot squeegee, so you could separate it, and then you could squeegee out your barrel very quickly. You could take it and put it both ways, and it's held on tight to the top of the straight shot squeegee with an Allen screw, and it clicks back together. You'd put it around your neck, and you'd carry on pew-pewing or pumping or doing whatever you're doing. If you happen to break a paintball or your friend broke a paintball, you could quickly detach it, throw it over, get it back, and continue playing. Anyway, guys and girls, thanks for watching From the Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew-pew. Who, who didn't have a, a smart parts lanyard around their neck with that squeegee attachment? That thing was genius. But for anyone that, you know, it hasn't been has only been playing paintball for five or ten years you're not even going to have an appreciation for how we rolled um back back then you know what i mean right now you've you've got you've all had the um exalt you know barrel made and you've folded it up and you've stuck it into your little pocket or your mag your your p90 pouch to hold that and you haven't had to scramble around in a tree branch looking for your looking for your squeegee that's around the neck on your lanyard but you could take it off throw it to your pal they could squeegee out their marker although back in the day paint was awesome so you really didn't need it 
um, but you just used it to take out burrs from the barrel anyway. Then you could put that back on and continue playing. That was a genius invention by our friends at Smart Parts, and Todd yeah. wore his commemorative Smart Parts hoodie um, as well uh, to share in the glory of this vault segment. I remember those straight shot squeegees, and unless you wore it around your neck and tucked it behind your jersey, uh, first of all, you had to have it inside your jersey because if it got caught on something, you're going to clothesline yourself in the bush. But the other thing is that was the only way to wear it. Some tournament pants had the pockets mm-hmm. down the legs, but the problem is you would use it, you'd put it back in your pocket, not realizing that it's not all the way down, and then you'd go to crouch down and you'd end up with a straight shot squeegee in the back of your thigh um, and that was rather painful. So or, you, you or, thought it was a squeegee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or stuck on the peg of the bunker you're sitting in. Something. Yeah. Uh, one in a million shot. <laughs> <laughs> Every weekend, I, one in a million. Yeah, I had facility for dinner tonight, by the way. Because you're silly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Mike Thompson has the T-handled squeegee on his leg is where he started. Yeah, there you go. Um Rolled the dice with those things. One mm-hmm. bad slide and you're impaled. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. sir. Uh, you wear it behind your back, wedged between your pods. Yes, that yep. that is too, true, too. And Sasha Polkowski was like, do you remember having the PVC sheath uh, for that squeegee? So it was like the yeah. leg. In, Indian, like Indian Springs yes. had one. PMI had leg. one. And what was the co- a Ronin gear? Because yeah, he had a latex allergy. Yeah, I remember that bad boy. There, I killed my voice. I'd start wearing one again, I think. <laughs> I would wear one if I had someone Just to wear it. Just for poops and gigs? Just for the flex? Yeah. I want it inside my plate carrier so you can pull it out like a sword. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> like a, that would be cool. You shall not pass! Yeah, first world squeegee problem, says Devin Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, Gavin. Yes, sir. We all have uh, we got tonight's stuff. topic. Tonight, we're talking about what will the future of paintball look like. If you guys have comments, questions, concerns, or whatever, by all means, post them up. We'll try to get your comment uh, read on the show tonight. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, just briefly, and we talked about how awesome it would be to bring back the HUD system properly. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'll start off with a, with, with a, a topic no one's going to like, but I still think that eventually paintball needs to move to 50 cal. Because I think MagFed would be better for it. I think um, it would be better for the environment. Smaller containers. Better for the environment, he Smaller says. containers. Less, less carbon footprint is what you're speaking less, about. Right? Le- less expensive for people to truck them in. If you're buying your skids East or paint by the skids, that's a lot of money saved, right? So, I, and, and I think... Which they'll then, pass on to the consumer. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the velocity <laughs> could be turned up a little bit more. And I think that the accuracy would be better. That's just my thoughts. Now, um, this is my last day back, of the show. Back, <laughs> back in the back in the early days, you know, when when paintball in the early, I guess early eighties, the survival game started with oil based paintballs, as we know, because the, the original paintballs were for ranchers and and loggers to mark trees. They were sixty eight caliber, but then then a sixty two caliber came out, and then fifty caliber was also on the horizon as well at the same time with the the six shot repeater and we were supposed to get some sort of 50 caliber eight shot semi-automatic built on a crossman chassis but it never materialized so we ended up with the mark one uzis but i i had heard and 
back then that 62 caliber was the best performance and i'm not sure why 60 i think probably the survival game because they franchised and then um the great canadian adventure game which was also the adventure game of america came out with the 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 um eight shot semi-automatic pistol and they shot 62 caliber i think if we would have gone to 62 caliber you could have done a lot more you'd still have the a large marking surface but you'd have a slightly smaller paintball and i understand it it flew more accurately um than the 68 caliber as well and it was obviously slightly less expensive to manufacture so maybe that's why the paint is getting smaller nowadays to go back to 62 no but (laughs) now it's it is almost 62 some of it eventually it'll revert to 50 cal anyways gonna say it'll be 50 (laughs) cal and then shortly after that it'll be 43 and we can all finally use the wrap four markers we got (laughs) (sighs) so there you go ladies and gentlemen um i'm not feeling the 50 cal says jeremy nobody feels it no one is Todd's, Todd's just saying that for content filler. <laughs> no. I, oh, no, I, sorry. I, the exact words from Gavin earlier were, you're full of shit. <laughs> I said manure because oh, it, sorry. Yes. Well, well six, six, 50 cal could ha- ca- tends to have a don't, slightly harder. Don't, don't try to justify what he said. Tends to have a slightly harder shell and may be less likely to break on impact. Thus, a lot of our 50 cal parties, we tell kids it, it just has to hit you, much like Nerf. But a 62 it has a slightly larger, you know, area, and therefore it's more likely to break, I think, yeah. you know. But a 50 cal paintball, you can have more realistic sized paintball things, right? Do you know what I like about the 52 caliber or the 50 cal always? You can have a backup marker that doesn't need air. Say more. Well, like, say you're out there playing, and like you've a, got, like, a Splatmaster like a, like a, a splat oh, gotcha. sidearm. Okay. You run out of air in the middle of a big game, you've still technically got a marker. Or you could say this is backup. You know, it runs off compressed air until it runs out. Then you're just pumping. And, and probably right? 50 cal, because the, the paintball is so light, you could probably look at something like an airsoft marker, the way it generates an airsoft BBs. Yeah. Or we go electric, since that's the topic at hand. What zap? What do we think the the future is going to become? Um, why not just shoot jelly balls? Says Edward. No, we're no. no. Uh, Bob Spicer says he's with me. Fifty cal. Devin Schwartz, sixty-eight caliber for life. <laughs> Robert Hansen says fifty cal bounces so badly you'd have to shoot three times as much. Perfect. There we go. Be good for the field owner. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm waiting for 75.5 caliber to come out. Where's that video, the 250 cal video? Yeah. I looked for it the other day. I couldn't find it's it. On, it's, on our, it's on our Facebook page. I'd yeah. like to do a vault on that. Bond Chick says, digging the tiger stripe hoodie from a distance. Far, far away. Come on. They look nice. Uh, look at that. Why are you rubbing it in? <laughs> Whatever. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> So what else do we think that the future of paintball is going to hold, ladies and gentlemen? Post up in the live chat. Uh, Gavin, what do you got on your sheets? I got a different topic. No, but I thought you guys had sheets from last week. No, you gave us each our own individual. We discussed this, no? Yes, you still have topic sheets from last week. Uh, I thought it was garbage. Oh, did you? That's not very good. See, Gavin, there, that's what Gavin thinks wait, of your comments. Sorry, the future of paintball? Is that what we're on? I believe so. Who, and yeah. who's There's got a the lot future? Of... You do? The what? 
Do you have the future of paintball? You guys all have yeah, them sitting on the table from last week still. Well, That's... I do, but it's one conversation. Okay. Uh, from Jason Bryant. Says, Best uh, show ever, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the future. Um, says uh, because of inflation and stuff, a lot of fields around his area have been closing. Yeesh. And then, That's you good. know, he says you hear from a lot of people that paintball is growing, paintball is growing, paintball is growing, paintball is growing. I, I don't know if that's right. I would venture to say paintball is stagnant or on a slight decline because obviously fields are closing. Because they we can't get zoning. Hope, yeah. We would hope that once things get back up and running and people start getting some more disposable income, fields will open back up. But I can tell you from the conversation that's on here, the number one thing you don't want to do is stop going to local fields. Go. Don't play backyard woods ball. That's a bad idea. Okay. But I, you need to support local fields now more than ever. Yeah. I, I I think I think with what I'm seeing with the field owners discussions and talking to people in the industry that the fields are doing well. They're just in our area they're falling by the wayside due to uh, the fields that are open. Government. Yeah, government. <sighs> um airless markers, battery power, says Colin Cooper. Airless markers. Airless markers. Wouldn't that be great? Mm-hmm. You know, if an airsoft, you know, marker can, uh, you know, can can project without it. Yeah, it'd be nice. It, it'd be either electric or, well, I guess the electric would be the only way to, to do it. To read it all? If you think about it, you know, compression you is, about show too, is, is sort of antiquated. I mean, you look at. Yeah. No, because no, no. Battery powered <laughs> markers is a bad idea. Why? <laughs> no, I, I think it's... Uh, first, first of all, the size of the battery you need to shoot that many rounds with that much velocity, astronomical. Like, you're talking about a backpack. What about an airsoft right? BB? And then, two, you're going to run into the same thing that happens with everybody who buys tools. Oh, I don't want that. It's not the same battery as the one I have. Right? Yeah. It's going to be the Dewalt Milwaukee Ryobi fight all over again. Uh, just like all the manufacturers buy? with different threads. I'd buy another. Yeah, yeah, I'd buy another Tipman, but I don't want to buy. You know, so have another battery. Yeah, we're twelve point two five. They're eleven point nine four. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Um, what about plus, the lithium? Where are we getting lithium from? But we're Gavin, running out of lithium. That's part yeah. of the major issue. But as Gavin and Joe both said, you know, the future of paintball is fifty cal. So I didn't say that. <laughs> I said, well, I rewind the damn show. <laughs> to give you a good idea of that, there is a uh, electric rail gun. Yeah, because you can't call it a gun. It's an electric rail gun, right? The weird things they have to do with that battery and the number of capacitors that they have to put in there in order just to shoot Any a pebble-sized thing at it is astronomical. And it's capacitors that are large enough that if you touch, you will die. If you connect the two leads on the top with your finger or your elbow or screwdriver, you're going to die. But I have, a, I have a, a cordless Milwaukee brad nailer, and it can drive a brad nail into a piece of wood through a piece of vinyl flooring and then recess it like that like a two and a half inch nail you should be able with with that small battery that i use the little gimpy uh, milwaukee battery i have which would fit almost fit into a mag but how many size. how many nails are you driving on that battery though? several hundred several hundred okay but so see, if you make the battery removable like forget it like an airsoft gun is sort of that way but if you look at a milwaukee tool system where you just it's two clips and it comes right out and you have replacement batteries that you can pop in 
I think it'd be brilliant. So, so what? Halfway through your day, your battery's dying. Put it on a charge while you put a put a second one. Hey, Probably hey. Be like every game, you're ten changing. shots. I look ten at shots. Oh, shots. Come on, lithium batteries are right now. We've got electric scooters and Brad nails, as he's talking about. And all we kinds have these of things, things called electric one, bicycles. We have these things called one right? wheels that they God. go for ride five one nine boondocks to boulevards. <laughs> And but for you, Mr. Carbon Footprint, what about all this disposal of these batteries and uh, and the lithium? Well, you never dispose them because they're rechargeable. <laughs> Ever, right? <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone's um, got to crunch these numbers. <laughs> exactly. I'm you know telling what it is? you, I already okay. have. Josh, okay, you want to know why Josh has an ulterior motive? He doesn't want battery-powered things because he's on the hydrogen cha- train. He wants hydrogen-powered paintball markers. Hydrogen is the worst idea ever. <laughs> Hey, uh, like, honestly, honestly, if you want something that's electric powered, wait till they have a nuclear battery. Oh, by the way, that comes out in 2024. You think so? What does? I know so. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember reading about that. Yes. There's a nuclear powered battery. It's pronounced nuclear. No, they take nuclear waste and they add, what is it? Diamonds. Water. Uh, nickel and something else. And they create batteries so that quite possibly by 2026... The cell phone you buy will never die. Ever? Ever. Even if there's a fire? Who said 2026? I, actually, I wouldn't set it on fire, so I nuclear waste in it. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I did. I said 2026. I'm telling you that right now. We're not far off from nuclear-powered planes. Pin, pin this in your favorites right now. <laughs> Josh's predictions. The futurist is coming. <laughs> Drones, the whole deal. Military doing 14-day flights because they don't have to refuel. I've got $9.00. That I can spend in my in my pocket, I'm going to put it on nuclear batteries, and you watch and see how fast that'll grow. But I agree. There's there's there. If there's a shift in that, then the only way we power any paintball marker with the battery powered technology is if we go astronomically better than lithium. It's not possible. Hmm. What about cold fusion? <laughs> what about just coal? <laughs> Yeah. See guys what shoveling about coal in their hoppers. What about wind? Finally, Joe's steampunk idea comes to fruition. <laughs> I knew it. Steampunk power. <laughs> All right, let's get off of that. We keep going on this this topic, guys. What do you think is the uh, uh, the, the future of paintball? And before we uh, continue on with that, I would like to tell you guys about uh, my good friends, Planet Eclipse. Did you know that every game, gunfight, or bunker has a story? Now it's time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're storming the beach or landing the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures, want to be in the picture, or want to be out of the picture, pull the pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Arabs, inflatable stuff designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat Arabs. They're thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and they have multiple color and print options available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Arabs at Arabs.com. Sorry, I sneezed. Give me a second. Uh, Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Good. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% tonight. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament ready and battle proven. Available worldwide. Worldwide. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX have created the new benchmark in high performance markers like the TM40. 
The evolution continues, light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available at DLX. From Boondocks to Boulevards, whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your ride at ride519.com. Thanks to all of our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. By all means, tag them and uh, follow them on all of their social media. We'd probably still be here. I can't wait until one wheel gets a nuclear battery. (laughs) (laughs) Or hydrogen. What about if they powered it by tea? I hope you guys eat your words sooner or later. Hey. Why you got to be like that, Josh? So negative. Because I come here every Monday. (laughs) So let's uh, let's keep talking about uh, your suggestions about what uh, would what, where do you think you think paintball is going? I still like again not going to happen in the next million years, but uh, I still love the premise that we talked about before about Top Golf, where if that paintball hits you, there's a little microchip inside that scores you, so you know who who eliminated who. Hey, you now know what? Getting close to Laser Quest. But I was going to say really. Laser Quest has a technology already. Maybe we can just yeah. you know use point zero 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 one caliber lasers instead. <laughs> Uh, Josh, do you have anything on your sheets? For what? <laughs> Future topic, or did you... Does anybody have people... I think I already established No, like, honestly, mine was one comment and then a conversation between okay. two guys afterwards I believe, that essentially just said, never I, play paintball again unless it's in your backyard. I believe I have um, the whatever the t- this topic is. It's uh, hopefully honest refs and not shady owners. Then... Um, Dan Morgan says, between gas, tollway, food, extra case of paintballs, he paid $220 last year. It would have been 80 to 100 Yes, we've all seen, I guess, is it inflation or the co- co- cost of everything? Just inflation. Cost of, cost of everything is going up, whether you're in Canada or whether you're in the United States. It's costing more to do stuff because of... Inflation, reasons. you can't blame it. Everything, everything, everything's costing. Everything's costing more. I guess the cost of gasoline is really driving up because our society is so dependent on internal combustion engines. If we were all electric or nuclear batteries, or nuclear batteries, we'd be we could be better because you know we could regenerate our own um, power for our own vehicles if they were solar powered. We're not very far away from. You know, we're probably 50 years from everybody adopting electric vehicles. There's a company in Australia that's driving around the entire uh, country, and they what they do is they'll park, and when they park, they roll out this solar, this printed solar sheet that they did, and it's you can you can create them on a regular, not a regular, but a, 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 fa- a fancy printer, and it's paper thin, and they're going around proving the fact that. You know, just electric cars, technologies, and the solar stuff, and just neat that they stop every couple hours or every for a couple hours every day and charge up their vehicle and continue on. Well, there but, was a plane that flew around the world constantly, and there's be- a boat as well that's out there that's all solar powered. Bodie McBoface, <laughs> the man no, in the it's boat, Yotter McYotterson, actually. Yeah, yachts and yachts of yachts and vacant yachts. All right. Well, we're butchering this topic, yeah, and that's we're butchering fine. this that's whole okay. show this we evening. Are. Whatever. We are for whatever. 
It's fine. Um, then I have Neb Nellis at RFID game badges that interact with flag stations and heads-up displays with AR integration, wearable tech, mag-fed markers that don't need HPA tanks. That's I would gel love to blaster. have a, a live tracker like everyone has like at a, at a, at a marathon or a running race so that topographically you can have it imposed on a map and see where the troops are for the red team and the blue team make life easier for the generals and also the players if they could look on their little hud system and see that you know the blue team are really heavy over here in the forest they would know where to move themselves that would be fantastic i have a comment Mm -hmm. i we need someone with one of those little scales that i guess weighs gold or something like that what is the difference between a fifth the weight between a, a 50 cal paintball and a fully engorged gel blaster orb i would say pretty significant those Do you think it's a, they're, they're not that much a gel blaster orb is not that much smaller than a 50 cal paintball, is it? I would say. I would say it's, it's literally half a, the size. I, think. I would say it's smaller than even a 43. But it, but it's ge- smaller than an airsoft. But look at those gel blaster guns. They they have rechargeable batteries in them, and they'll fire 15,000 rounds before they need to be recharged. Just something yeah. to, something to think about. That's really exciting for 10 feet. Yeah, that's that's true. I'll give you that, Josh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Everything's uh. negative. <laughs> It is. What is the volume of a jelly bean? Oh no! Someone must have a, a scale, one of those scales. So that's that's just something to think about. You're saying some of our viewers would have like a scale that would measure ounces and grams. Tim Tim Jones says MagFed may take over over because of the cost. I I I think you'll see people go revert back to pump action pump. versus um, MagFed. You know, I shoot less paint when I play pump than mag. mag fed. Yeah, I, yeah. Pr- I agree. By far. Then yeah. Ryan Boink- Boinkin says, I feel like the amount of fields closing due to location, the only ones will be left in the West Coast regions. I, I think it's the, I think a lot of fields are closing because the prop, they've been around for 30 years, 25 years. The property they're on was was originally on the outskirts of the city. The the urban areas are expanding outward. The property they're on is being developed, and therefore, it, the obviously development trumps what a paintball field would pay in rent. But there's such there's you know if you listen to many of these topics and many of everyone's conversations, everybody wants cheaper paintball they want it free they they want to be able to byop in this day and age you cannot operate a paintball field doing byop there is your primary source not as your primary source and if you want if people want to have a quality place to play paintball or airsoft or have their birthday party playing low impact or jelly ball you have to be willing to pay like when you go to Disneyland or Disney World, you don't go up to the gate and go, 
Ah, it's too much. I don't want. I don't think I should pay a hundred dollars to come in for the day and not include my lunch. I did, or whatever. You should. I'll just be. sit. I'll just sit on the skateboard with a, a rope tied around somebody's. You know bumper. what I mean? Can you I just to, ride the tram for a while. It costs a lot of money to go to Disney. Yes, it's it's paved and the parking lot is paved and there's people parking and there's parking attendants. But it's a it's an, a magnificent experience. Ex- for, yeah. Experience. It's on a magnificent scale. It's a once a year. It's a once a, a year once in a lifetime for some families like paintball yes it, it costs a lot but you have to take into consideration what it costs to run a field even if you if you don't have city services and you're running you know you're running a, a generator the cost of gas has gone up you know the cost of garbage to dump those bins has gone up porta potties in canada are 120 dollars per month for a porta potty and that gets emptied once a week and sort of tidy, freshened up once a week. But if you have four fields, that's $480 plus tax just for your porta potties for an eight month season. You, you you start doing the math and paper towels. Like there's there's so many hidden costs staff. And, and staff. There's yeah. so many hidden costs that people don't see. Wristbands and Sharpies and pens and everything. It, it just goes on and on. Insect repellent for your staff yeah. and double A batteries for your staff because they forgot their walkie talkies. It's it's an infinite, it's an infinite yeah. drain. Like you you don't understand until you've done it. I don't want to rant and rave, but like so if if we don't want paintball fields to close, you know, and you want to continue to play the sport, you kind of have to suck it up a little and pay what pay what they're they're asking. Because they're they're not yeah. no one's getting rich. It's not 1983. Well, the price of food's even gone up, and the restaurants are all the restaurant chains have raised their prices as well. And it is what it is. And we're just rolling out of a uh, out of a pandemic, and so businesses are just starting to open up now. If you ask for a discount, a coupon, anything like that, just stay home. Yeah. Really, just stay home. Agreed. Josh, you got something to say? Yeah, I, did. I had a lot to say. About this. <laughs> no, wasn't can you? So, but to Joe's point, okay, say you're looking at a paintball field, okay? It's open for what? Eight hours Saturday, eight hours Sunday, maybe. Basically. Right? 16 hours out of 168 hours in a week. Yeah. I, and people sit there and they're like, oh, why does it cost so much to play sometimes? It Because you have a field that sits empty for well more than 85% of the time that's like it just doesn't sit there for free on off yeah, hours. It's like, it's like think of your restaurant, your local favorite restaurant only being able to open on Saturdays and Sunday. Well, what do they do with all that rent? They still have to pay every other day of the week and it still takes heat to keep the pipes from freezing in the winter time. Yeah. Like it, it's not free. That it's electrical live. hookup is still there in the winter time if they're not using. It. You still have to pay your delivery. Paint fell was completely free where people were just giving away paint when you show up. Just excited to see you. People would still complain. Yeah. Like what? Well, you're never going to make anybody happy. Let, let, let's look at it Everybody this way. Happy. Fun to cost ratio. You go out and play paintball and you buy a case of paint for a Saturday funness and you and your buddy split it. You're both in what? 75 bucks? About including parking fee, maybe you bring lunch. Seventy five bucks. Where else do you have seventy five dollars worth of that much fun anywhere? Yeah. Tell me. Yeah, you're not golfing. No. You're not going to some indoor or arcade skiing. for less than that. You're not going skiing for less than that. What are you going? Like, the two you going to go play touch football in a field for free? Two no, pe- two, two people could go to a movie 
and spend half of that, but only be entertained for an hour and a half. Now, how, how do we get on right. this topic? Now, something, something what, else. A movie to, again? No, like some, not movie. Just, yeah. Something else to consider. But it's all day fun, not an no. hour and a half worth of fun, and then sticky floors. I, I want. I, I need to say something. We've we there's be, there, I'm gonna continue talking. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, look. So let's let's just think about this. So when we moved from Costuth Road in 2008 to Bingham's, we saw a tr- a trend. You went from all day play, people showing up at 8:30 in the morning, and staying all day till four o'clock. So people played all day. Now so stay until you, you tell me to go home. We that's right. Now you've seen a trend. Many fields. It's now you've gone from all day participants to session based. So now you have a morning session, say nine till noon, with a little bit of turnover. Then you have a one till four, and then you have a very small, usually booked well in advance, evening group in a Saturday where people play from say five till seven thirty. Then they go out. That's what you're. That's what we were seeing before the curtain, yeah. the guillotine came down and cut off my head. People want efficient fun. People want efficient fun. It's yeah. like the NBA is looking at way to shorten games. You see, you have nine hole, nine hole golf courses. You know, the only thing people want more of is a longer movie. Yeah. No. But, no. Not everybody. Not everybody. <laughs> nope. That. That's what. That should be that, illegal to have a movie longer than an hour and fifteen minutes. No way. Yeah. No. But make part one. Make part two. Inter- two different oh, intermission. Yeah. Or intermission. I. I'm almost 40. I have to go pee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bobby, um, Bobby Douse's a strip club is triple that. I remember. Go, I, I remember. Just listen. To, and this you ain't gonna second. be there for eight hours, not, are you, Bobby? You couldn't afford it. I remember going to going to a, an adult entertainment establishment, and you you would be able to have a a, a personal. Um, Dance for five uh, go experience. There. <laughs> no, just listen for five dollars. I don't even know what it costs now. Is Probably it twenty or twenty five? Minimum twenty, minimum. Yeah, because what I do now is I get a receipt from the uh, the dancer because I need it for tax purposes. Can I well, what you, you really need to know is it's twenty dollars a song, and you need to know which songs are longer than the other ones. And yeah. then you Stairway to heaven. Your value base in the garden. November eight. November eight. Yeah. Um, do you have in a garden of Eden? <laughs> Request the songs prior to. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I want to bring up a point I researched before, Joe. You were asking about water balls. So they I are have a point seven, on that, too, in a second. So there's seven to eight millimeters for gel blaster splat balls. And if you convert that into inches, its uh, it caliber would be two nine. Okay. So, so 30 caliber. 30 cal. Best, and that's, that's on the higher side. Okay. So 30 caliber. And then I don't know about the weight because I can't figure that out. But I would only assume... That if you had a paintball, it would be slightly heavier because of the fill and the shell. But it's still water. I don't know. I would like. I would like to Does know oil what. Oil weigh more than water. It's not oil. It's water. Paintballs are filled with water. I'm talking starch. like the gel and stuff on the outside. It's gelatin. Right. Gelatin. It's not oil. I, it's it's yes, gelatin. You're right. you're right. Absolutely. So when it comes to jelly ball, they have one thing done really, really well, which is hugely advantageous. Those are shipped dehydrated. Yeah. The future paintball, if you could get six, eight caliber paintballs dehydrated, then hydrate them, then sell them, you're looking at huge. Because if you look at the price difference between liquid, like hot chocolate in a store, or powdered hot chocolate, it's huge, right? Yeah. And the difference is the water. Water is very expensive, and it's very expensive to ship because it's super heavy. 
Yeah. So, and the amount of jelly balls, like you can buy a year's supply of jelly balls that shows up to your house and weighs less than half a pound. Yeah. And you're right. Like, right. like you need a year's supply for, of paintball. You need a tractor trailer. Yeah. And forget the logistics. Like you'd never be able to rehydrate paintballs and make them as accurate. But, 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 but why not? But, but who cares the if they're there, that could, cheap? Yeah. All a- accuracy by all volume. Accuracy yeah. by volume all day. Yeah. Yeah. If I know I get to the field in the morning, it's going to be a day of a lot of shooting. What? I bring a bucket and some water and a I couple of Home Depot paintballs? buckets yeah. and then you're good. Jim Nelson yeah. says Hobo bubble, bubble full of bubble tea hoppers. Pocket <laughs> yeah. into the barrel and away you go. Yeah. I yeah. I wonder if Hydrotech or TerraTech even could get on sand and water doesn't mix. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. <laughs> yeah. Remember the mud fight in the break yeah. room six weeks ago? We're talking quicksand shooting at people. <laughs> they get sucked into quicksand. Something I learned on TikTok last night. Do you know why they call it sand? Because it's been halfway between sea and land. I'm like, really? Thank, thank you for sharing. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't thank get you all sharing. your information from TikTok. I learned, that's, I've done everything. I've gotten rid of uh, Google. I bet the TikTok I've University. I've thrown all my encyclopedias. You got rid of Google. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, why don't we end that topic yeah, we, conversation? We should, yeah, yeah. We should fight about something. Burn it down, Gavin. Are all your all your comments on your sheets red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I went through all of them. Yep, that's perfect. <laughs> that's great. Oh boy! All right, Matthew is pointing to his clock, which means that we're getting close to the end of the show. Um, if you guys are watching us on Facebook, make sure you hit that like and share button. Share it with anybody that uh, watches or enjoys paintball content, and. Um, if you guys want to continue to watch us live, we're going to be over on YouTube continuing. If you want to find us, go to BehindTheBunker.com uh, or to our YouTube channel and follow along over there. We're going to go into our after show in just a moment. Um, no, no. I left us It's I left us plenty of time for a round of Prices Right because oh. we need to get off of that topic. Oh, that's what you were doing. Okay. Oh, well, you're just we've... trying to piss me off. <laughs> no, not just you, all of you. Well, I've got a couple of good Prices Rights we can finish off the show with. That's yeah. If you sure. say there's the a theme, a I'm going to flip the table over. The theme tonight <laughs> is purchased items purchased on eBay. You're pushing it, pushing it Angus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, first up for bid, ladies and gentlemen, National Survivor Games Splatmaster. I need the image. And uh, the image is yep. right here on your screen, ladies and gentlemen. And it comes with a oh. 3D printed Splatmaster repeat stock. comp magazine. What's printed? Yeah, the mag looks like it's 3D printed. Yeah. So it's a 40 round. Looks like Dirk oh, Diggler. Magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, since Gavin, I, since yep. I won uh, last week, I was 175 bucks, says George A. Really? Um, I will say 100 even, Bob. Okay. Joe? I'm, I'm closer to George. One, 170, 170. Okay. Drew Nelson says, I'd pay 300 bucks for that relic. Jeff Thompson says 75 bucks. Is Josh going to go ludicrous or are you going to go super low? Actually, I was going to say what Joe said, so I'm going to say 190. You guys all overbid. At a hundred over, overbid at a hundred. Seventeen dollars and ninety-five cents. No, but it's wow. It's not just for the 3D printed parts, though, right? No, like it is the whole, for the gun. Okay, really? Okay. The gun. Someone got themselves a good deal. Speaking, that's a that's a that's classic. a fantastic deal. It's it's actually embarrassing that that, that sold for that. It is. Um, should have bet a dollar. 
Oops. But with the money saved, you could buy this. Gavin's recycled Christmas tree. Custom camo woodland. <laughs> it's JT paintball mask. <laughs> Would anybody like to describe that at home for those that are listening at home? Looks like a Michael's transport trailer <laughs> exploded. It literally looks like someone took a fake Christmas tree. A, uh, sorry, a cheap fake Christmas tree. Nipped some branches off in... I'm assuming twisted those in. I must that's be. What's what's happened? I there, bet yeah. you that's painful to wear. I bet you they weaved it through the face it's mask. Painful to watch. Yeah, I bet it smells so bad. <sighs> it probably smells like a pine forest. It smells like Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you thinking? Okay. Well, let's go back to Gavin. You're going to start five this. bucks. Five bucks. All right, Joe. Twenty-three. George Hayes says eighteen bucks. He knows his Christmas trees. It's the internet. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Jason Smith says 5 bucks. Josh Estrada says 15. This sold for 20 bucks. Who got it? Gavin at 5. What did I say? 23. (sighs) Why did you add $3 on there? (laughs) Where did that come from? (laughs) Just because. (laughs) Trying to help the little guy. Round body team static. I'd like to own that one. Rare autococker. Static. We're gonna have a little zoom because there's some it's things all on palmers, here. Palmers, yeah. Nah. It's all palmers, palmers, on the palmers front. at least stickers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The inline reg. The bottom line is a Shiza. That ASA uh, was garbage. WGP. Yep. Uh, was it WGP? No, it wasn't WGP. No, it wasn't. Absolutely. Spider. This bottom line. I think that ASA. I think was a private secondary company. I, don't I think, think it was. WGP had those on their last no, set of markers. I don't I'm think pretty so. sure. I would I'm, I would wager money that I have one maybe? that says yeah, WGP. I'm, I'm pretty sure that is on my VF tactical. Yeah. No, no I am 99% sure that WGP sold brand new markers with those on them. No, I'm pretty sure that's on my VF tactical. Yeah. yeah. Was it WGP or key? Can you s- Check it ASA. No, WGP. Okay. Matt's right. It's but a it check could be it branded as other things, but I remember that blue WGP sticker on it. What feed neck is that? Um, I can't see. Let's enhance. That's a good question. Enhance. Zoom. CP. Um, what happened? That, that's too that bad. That wasn't very long. <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> Unfortunate. So it has some bells and whistles, and it's in good shape. Devin Schwartz is saying 775 bucks. Oh, wow. I was close to that. And uh, Drew Nelson says it's a glad rag. Undrilled, easily twelve hundred bucks. Sidewinder reg. Do you think that's undrilled? Well, meaning there's no look, eyes. No, it looks like it has plate, uh, like the that's like a Helen Keller. Yeah, detente. That's the ball detente. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Gavin, I'm going eight hundred for that. Eight hundred, Joe. Six fifty. Lefty says fourteen hundred bucks, and Angry Canadian Gamer says four fifty. What does Josh say? Nine hundred. Three K. Wow. 3K. You can never underestimate when someone says rare and also has pretty colors. I would really like to know now. I, I'm i putting a lot of emphasis on that ASA. I'm, I hope I'm right on that. Let's check it. Um, Palmer's Sheridan. Palmer's Sheridan. Look at the quick change on the front. Wow. I hate that stock. Really the do. Really? pirate stock is it? Or Arr, yeah, it's cut off. Matt. It is a pirate stock. Um, do you have a hard candy in your mouth, or what is going <laughs> yes, on? <laughs> no, it's gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is most. 
<laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Do you have a Werther's original? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Call Craft Services. Uh, George Hayes says 375. Jeff Thompson, 525. Wolf Critchlow, 300. George Jones, 399. And uh, Colin Cooper, 600 bucks. Uh, Bill Scribner says, my VF Tactical has that ASA on it. No, I'm pretty no, 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 sure. No. That is, I'm pretty sure that's the WGP ASA. Because I'm looking at the check it one right now. And the actual thumb screw thing at the, at the beginning on the check it looks a lot longer. Okay. But I'm pretty sure, is my WGP Tactical? Is your Tactical here? No, I don't think so. Mm. Uh, actually, you know what? Oh, shoot. There's a tactical for sale, but it doesn't have... No, there's no ASA the, on there. No ASA. Yeah. Okay, so going back to this one. Gavin, what did you say? Uh, I didn't say anything yet. I'm going to say 300, Bob. Okay, Joe? 650. Joshua Strata says 500. Drew Nelson, 750. And Sasha says, oh, damn. I'd give 500 bucks for that butte. Did anybody say 800? No. Nope. Well, I'll say 800. And, sorry, what were the bids, Matt? 800. 800, 300, and 650. Okay, so this was sold for 535. Gavin got it. Oh, How go. does it feel to finally win? Like you're in a Finally. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never lost. <laughs> All right, well, I gave this away. This will be the last one for tonight. It is a rare WGP VF Tactical Autococker. Wow. Working? Probably. Uh, overall in decent condition, but it currently has a leak from its three way. Does not cycle. Hmm. Oh, that's you know what? That's one of the ori- that's one of the original ones. That's one of the original Caner kits, not the tactical Caner kit. Oh, you're right. That's one yeah. of the original. Nice. That's one of the original Caner kits that came with one of the original VF tacticals. Bolt though. It is not the stock bolt, no. and the feed neck has been changed because the feed neck no, was fa- so. no, it's flat black. Yeah. That's a gloss black one. Yeah. Yeah, the color doesn't match. Was it a twist lock, the original? No, it, or one it, of the outcast Not ones? one of the ones I have. Yeah. Mine is dust black. But that's yeah. a pretty nice representation, though. Yeah. Well, it's you almost can see there. the serial number if you zoom in. I don't have one on mine. Mine's pre-production. That's a high serial number. Yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The procrastination ends now. Gavin? Um, 600 bucks. Devin Schwartz is on crack. He says $175. Really? Yes. Joshua Estrada says uh, 600 Joe, what are you thinking? Gavin, what did you say? 600 uh, I don't know. 650 Jerk. <laughs> Josh? 400 All right. Lefty, 1000 uh, this is This sold for $392. No one got it. Oh, did you all overbid? We yep. did. Okay. Yeah. How does the score? Uh, Gavin still wins by a large margin of one. Yeah, buddy. Large marge, Jen. All right. Thank you guys for listening on Facebook. We're going to head over to YouTube and do our after show slash podcast. Um, if you guys want to come over and join us over there, feel free. If not, on your way out of the Facebook, hit that like and share button. We'd really appreciate that. <laughs> Um, and we're here every Monday night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, join us live on Monday nights starting at 8 o'clock. Um, or you can find us as a podcast where uh, anywhere you get your favorite podcast from. So thank you guys for joining. We'll see you guys in a moment on the after show. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. 
If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Stuff. That battery. Some know, people, like some people think it's true. propaganda. It, no, no, no. Hang on a second. It already has. There are certain types of pacemakers that are out there that have those batteries in them because they need long time, long life batteries. Can it scale though? That's what they're working on now. Okay. Yeah. But um, All right. the biggest technology that's coming is more of a modular reactor. So you would have hmm. um, one per city. Oh. So your individual city would have an underground nuclear station. And then you'd be linked between them all. Because one of the biggest things with power plants is the amount of power that gets generated and the lines that have to it go It just out. dissipates. Yeah. If you've got modular, so like every single medium to large size city has their own plant or one or two, you've got a power grid that's more stable. Don't tell that to Texas. Less susceptible to meltdowns in nuclear. Because it's all the newer technology in nuclear is amazing. Right. Yeah. And then the space station itself is nuclear powered already. I mean, if you look at submarines, yeah. Yeah. Uh, aircraft carriers, they're already looking at planes. To, to say that there's a drone out there that the U.S. military probably has that's nuclear powered is not any stretch of the imagination whatsoever. No, mm-hmm. I bet. No. So if we've got already medical devices and all that stuff, having an atomic battery is not all that far away. I sailed here to Canada on the, the Red October, actually. Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. it? You that stopped the leak with your <laughs> my chewing gum? Well, I thought it was in a nose ring, but <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, it, ladies, it was in a nose ring. Yeah. So, thank you guys for joining us on the after show here. I just want to say that um, uh, we've been talking a lot over the last couple of weeks about Top Gun. You guys are thinking of going. I finally went, or not finally, but I actually went and saw it. What? I, would, I thought we were going to go together. I screw you. Todd went on his birthday, which uh, was on what day? Yes. I, I don't know, but we went on Saturday. Last, so his yeah, birthday was on Saturday. Oh, Todd's birthday was. was on Saturday. He turned 49. He tried to bypass that completely. Yes, and the Saturday's not my birthday, actually. But Saturday's it was the actually day. your no, day. It's Whatever. It's June, not. No, it's June not. 3rd. It was I mean, Friday. my calendar. <laughs> so, yes, Todd's we went birthday to the was June 3rd. Yes, all day. All day. You see that? Look at that. So you can delete that now. Um, yeah, I would give it two thumbs up. Really? I would say it had some hokey moments that they did homage to the original. That's fine. Um, That's fine. But the movie itself kept me entertained, and it was—I thought it was well done. And I think they—they they made the new, the new Maverick guy, like the new sort of younger generational Maverick guy. I thought they built him up pretty well, and I'm not going to give any spoilers away, so don't don't worry. How about was the Val Kilmer scene? Um, better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I thought I heard that something else was going to happen during that scene, and it didn't. Um, Were you hoping for something homoerotic? <laughs> Ew. I will say there was no volleyball scene. Pickleball? There was something in its stead. <laughs> it's too noisy. <laughs> there was something in its stead, but it was done in such a way that you is, knew that it was homage to the first Is one. Val Kilmer all, like, weird plastic surgery faced? In it, or do they like he hide looked, that? He looked normal, but he was wearing like an ascot, yeah. like a shema kind of, but not a shema as an ascot. So, it's like um, an older lady trying to hide his neck wrinkles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're horrible. No kidding. <laughs> Savage. So, you know so yeah. So whatever. Uh, how much Savage. luggage or logins is there in the? So they opened the movie 
kind of the same way, and they did have the danger zone as their. Oh, oh they're, they're really awesome. nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I I'm not going to give it away. That. And to be honest with you, like I would almost go back and see it again because I was more like when you watch it the first time, you're always you know watching for for you know you're 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 lost in what's going to happen. But it was it was really well done. And since then, I've listened to uh, Jock, Jocko Wilco. Is that his name? Jocko Willink. Jocko Willing. Um, Willink. And the other fellow who was actually, uh, I can't think of his name, but he was an actual instructor at Top Gun. And he's the only pilot that has the ability to fly F-14 and a couple of the different jets. Like he, anyways, so he, he was, he, his comment was he really enjoyed the movie and there, it was very close to something being realistic. Like there was a lot of things that were not obviously perfect, but he said it was really close. He said he really enjoyed it. So, you know, most, you know, most people that see like movies like, zero dark 30 or some of these other movies like guys that are actually trained and whatnot they kind of turn their nose up and go it's not perfect because this is wrong and this is wrong but it is a movie this guy said this is probably the closest that he's seen to whatever so good it it, it was a good movie and i think it would be worth it if you guys honestly wanted to go and see it i would go and see it as long as you bought me some popcorn <laughs> so, but i will say though that your achilles heel the last time we <laughs> talked about movies i said i don't want to go back to theater i'm done with it because I don't like being around people like with the pandemic. It was packed. It wasn't completely sold up, but it was packed. And it. I, I, I was fine. And I didn't realize we were around that many people until about halfway through the movie, I could smell somebody eating licorice. And at that point, it's like, if I can smell them eating licorice, like, should I really be here? Is this safe? And then I kind of just shrugged it off and said, like, whatever. Like, did you, did you test before uh, we came to studio tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I did several times. I can show you lots of different... He tested every orifice in his body. <laughs> yeah. Ew. This one went under my arm. This one's got a strange smell to it. Yeah. So So did you bring popcorn popcorn home with you? I did. Yeah. I did bring popcorn home with me. Um I didn't bring it here to the studio. Unfortunately, you sound disappointed, but uh, disgruntled. Yes, more no, my, my my kids made short work of that popcorn. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, I will be sure to watch it in two to three years when it comes on Netflix. You know, I, I think I have to see this in the, on the big screen. I, I think I'd like to yeah. see it. Corey, Corey asked my wife asked me, should we go see it in 3D or IMAX? I said no. Like I don't like the 3D glasses. Like I yeah. takes me out of it. And the IMAX, like, I Does don't want to Does it take your turning. breath away? <laughs> Sadly, that wasn't in the movie. Oh. Um, but with the regular 2D oh, no, screen, I, I could see, see everything without okay. getting nauseous looking around everywhere. And it was fine. I thought it was good. So, And it wasn't, it wasn't so herky-jerky you couldn't actually tell what was going on. Herky-jerky. 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 Yeah. Is that, Is that like a herky beef jerky? That's the technical definition for any okay. Michael Bay film so, ever made. Yeah, okay. we, we In were my defense, <laughs> watch any Jason Bourne movie, the first three, They're and all tell true. me They're it's not herky-jerky. It is. Oh, yeah. I watched. There's some yeah, herky. First ones, I don't know so much about rough. jerky. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. Depends on who's watching. Jan Jason Bourne, herky. Transformers, Herky Jerky Squared. <laughs> yes. How do you know what's going on? Well, that's how you save on CGI. If you just shake the camera and tell people what's happening, they don't. And solar flare. Solar flare. Yeah, solar flare. Solar flare. What's that effect called? It's the Herky Jerky. <laughs> isn't that, that, not, isn't that around? Like, isn't that an Oktoberfest song? It's like in a thumb switch into Herky Jerky mode. And then, <laughs> it's like an Oktoberfest song. Danger Zone. Sunglasses on and Herky Jerky. Yeah, but it's definitely a big screen. And, and you know what? Like... Out of any movie I've seen in the last five years because of the pandemic, I would say it's probably the best movie I've seen at the theater. 
and you could get everything you get out of it watching it at home you probably have a decent sized tv anyways but there's something about being at that theater watching a movie like that with the surround sound and people hacking behind you and smell of licorice <laughs> over your shoulders but it yeah, smells like victory it did it did <laughs> so whatever and then um of course they were toting mission impossible in the theme now one thing i will say and this doesn't give anything away but the very first 30 seconds of the movie after the previews is uh, Tom Cruise by himself sitting on a chair in like a on a sound stage thanking you for coming to this movie saying it was an enjoy to move it he'd been wanting to do this for years and he really hopes that you like it like it was a very sincere monologue it's oh, really deep fake yeah yeah it was probably deep fake but I thought I want to see that shit no I, I, thought I, it I don't good. think and it's it a deep fake like, I heard like, he does his own stunts <laughs> yeah, there was no tears or anything like that. But uh, I want to see him talking to me. Um, thank you, random stranger. I think that's I, good. What? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. If I wanted to see him talking, doing dumb stuff, I'd go watch Cocktail again. I there go, was I, a closet. I got another, another, another Scientology <laughs> meeting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's funny. There was a 20-minute Scientology montage during the, in the middle of the movie. I, I, now was that, there a weird sound that went... <laughs> <laughs> and then a pinwheel showed up on the screen. No, but he used a piece of tissue paper and a comb. <laughs> Some huffies? <laughs> Hover bikes, maybe. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. But yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, so whatever. It was good. And the fact that they had Val Kilmer in it was was good. Did you see that documentary, uh, Val Kilmer's? Really really sad, really good? good, though. Yeah. yeah. I'd um, recommend it. So... For those of you that may not know, I've spent the last couple weeks, week and a half on the couch. I've been, uh, I had a hernia operation and I've not been able to do anything. I'm not allowed to lift anything over 10 pounds for the next two and a half weeks. And I'm counting it down. Uh, so I've actually spent some time watching some things. I rewatched Jason Bourne. Uh, I watched the first so, three episodes, binge, yeah. and then I get then I'm like I'm done because all the herky jerky. Okay, okay. Um, hang, hang but, on. Before we go too far, <laughs> yeah. Did you finally finish Apocalypse Now? I know. I was just gonna ask. That. I never started Apocalypse Now. I did. And you watch lied to Liar. us. No, you it wasn't lied. Apocalypse. It was um, Saving Private Ryan. Right. He said but I did. Was. I did finish Saving yeah, Private Ryan. Right. Um, Could you one watch thing Apocalypse I want to ask now? Is Matrix. I've never seen the Matrix movies, oh, really? and everybody references them. Should I watch all three of them? And before you answer that, the second and the third one are on Netflix for free. If I were to watch the first one, I have to get it through mm. Amazon, and it's like nine ninety nine. I would say, well, I, just watch it, the first one. Yeah, first one is all you need. Okay, uh, that's the best one. But spending six ninety nine, go to the Beat Goes On, one of those places, and get a DVD if you have a DVD player or something like that. Yeah. Find um, a stream of it somewhere, download it. <laughs> I don't think it's worth six bucks, but I mean, yeah. for the cultural references, I thought it was a really good movie. At the time, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Devon in the live chat says, the herky-jerky caused my hernia. <laughs> 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 well done. And Kilmer's voice, he says it was AI. Yes, okay, but yeah, yeah. he only whispered like a couple of things, like a couple of words. So it's not like... Did it, he sound had... like Stephen Hawking? Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> So I, I whatever it 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 was. I'm fun. glad he got some work too, right? So yeah, yeah. Now the actress Kelly McGillis is that her name? She was McGinnis, not in yeah. it because she didn't. She knew she, like yeah, she wasn't in it. But uh, anyways, it was uh, good, well worth a watch. The original Matrix is Jennifer Conley's stars, in it. which means it should be on Amazon Prime. So I I can and get it's it for, definitely on Crave. So I can get it. Oh, is it on Crave? Yeah. Okay, because I get. 
I can get stars for free for a month just to sign up for it, but I'm, I hold off those cards and in case there's like a series I want to watch. Resurrections, the newest one, is also free on Crave right now. I've now, heard bad things about that. The new one. Really? Oh, now who's being a negative, Nancy? I say I watched I all the John Herky Jerky over there. <laughs> He's just being jerky. All the John Wick <laughs> movies are good. Yeah. I watched all those. I thought oh, yeah, those were really good. Yeah. Um, Good one I watched the other day. Uh, Operation Mincemeat. Yeah, yes, I good. saw that too. Okay. And that was what's, really what's good. that on? That's about it's the, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, yeah was it Netflix? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't watch it in one sitting. It was very dry. Like I watched other things in between it, but it was well worth getting through. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Um, oh, there was another comment I was just gonna make. Damn it. Sorry, Joe. What movie did you say Jennifer Connelly was in? Uh, uh, she was in gun. Maverick. Yeah. Oh, the new one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then I'll watch it. <laughs> Hold it up for a comedy That was movie. the definitive yeah. moment. Okay. Yeah, that's that sold me. So I don't know. I would what, go back sorry, and rewatch Maverick. I, I I thought it was good. I, I I thought it answered all the questions it should have. It paid homage to what it should have, but it was a whole new movie. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And it made fun of itself in some places, but then took itself serious in others. So it was good. I, At, I thought it was a. I thought they put a good effort into that. At any point in time, was anybody inverted? <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Yes. As I say, there's a lot of things that they copied and took from the other movie as a make fun of themselves, but you could kind of feel that that's what they were doing. And do you see a setup for like the next generation another yeah. movie? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if Tom Cruise would he wouldn't be the main character anymore. Anyway. Right. Oh, could you imagine yeah. Top Gun 3 The Warthog? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a new version of The Warthog coming out. So they're also supposing so this podcast I watched from from Jocko and the other fellow, they're saying they're working on their next generation of fighter, but the generation after that will be unmanned. Yeah, it yeah. makes a lot and of nuclear sense. powered. We were talking about this earlier. <laughs> Comes full circle. It sure does. All right, ladies and gentlemen, see you in a full circle. It started. It's got to end. So this has been your weekly paintball podcast. Josh, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you guys. Um, it was nice today not being feisty. Just uh, <laughs> whatever. Just tired. <laughs> I and, am tired. And Joe Gibson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks for having us, and we'll see you next week. Kevin Charma. Great to be here, folks. Thanks so much for your support and tuning into the show this evening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.